Hello, welcome to episode 116. Today we are talking all about fear and specifically when fear holds you back. Let's go. Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena, teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I am recording this for you today on a beautiful blue sky, sunny day here in New Zealand, and it's so warm. I know a lot of you are experiencing the cold and the snow right now, but when summer comes, my friends, and it's coming, it is going to be beautiful. Been spending a lot of time at the beach and enjoying swimming and soaking up the sunshine. I just love the feeling of it on my skin. So yeah, I wanted to share that with you all. I don't have a lot else to share. <laughs> life is happening and life is good. You've heard me say it before, but I just keep believing this even more. Life just gets better and better. It really does. My life is getting better and better. And if yours isn't, it totally is possible for you to, I promise. So I want to plant that little seed of thought for you, okay? So today, today my friends, we are talking about fear and when fear holds you back. So let's start off by talking about some ways that this might show up for you, right? Some, some ways that you might recognize the fear. And these are all ways that it has shown up for me. So one of the ways fear showed up for me is when I wanted to join the world of online dating. When I had decided that it would be nice or it may be nice to share my life with someone. And then I went to take action towards making that happen. Right, that is when the fear kicked in. When I started joining, you know, online dating apps and you know making contact with people and having conversations and then, you know, talking about meeting them and dating and going out for coffee or going for a walk or, you know, putting myself out there a little bit more and saying yes to more opportunities and you know telling my friends that I'm like actively looking if they know anyone to like set me up with. Right, that is when fear kicked in. <laughs> right. Because we're afraid, so many of us, right? Like I was afraid of rejection. I was afraid of like, you know, being humiliated. I was afraid of like, you know, potentially liking someone and then them not liking me back. I was afraid of like, you know, having, you know, awkward conversation of not knowing whether or not to like hug someone when you meet or shake hands or like what to do. Like so much uncertainty there, right? I was afraid of getting hurt. Right? There was so much fear in that. This also showed up when I went to leave my, you know, nine to five job, my, my previous full-time job. I was really afraid of like my business, like when working for myself, like I was afraid of it not working out. I was afraid of what people might think. I was afraid of putting myself out there of, you know, talking about, you know, what I'm doing now, all of that. Another way I see this show up as well is when people want to change careers, 
right? They're so afraid sometimes of applying for a different job or, you know, going after that promotion because what if they don't get it? What if they fail? What might people think, right? What if they feel rejected, humiliated, right? That, my friends, is where fear holds us back. Now, my view on this is that fear is a liar, right? Because in 99% of the instances, it isn't telling you the whole truth. Unless somebody is chasing you with a knife, right? Or a lion has escaped a zoo and it's chasing you down the street, right? And these are very rare occasions, like not even 1% of the time, I would say, right? Fear is lying to you. It's not telling you the truth, right? Because it's convincing you or it's trying to convince you that you shouldn't do this thing, that it's gonna hurt, right? That you could die, right? And what that fear is doing is leaving out all other possibilities, right? So let's talk about skydiving for a minute, right? I wanna shift the heat to skydiving. Hands up, have you been skydiving? <laughs> Not that I can see you putting your hand up. <laughs> But if you haven't been skydiving, it's all good. I'm gonna recount my experience with you here. But if you have, then this is gonna be so familiar to you, right? So what happens the night before you go skydiving is you get zero sleep because your brain is so busy running through all of the worst case scenarios, right? And then your brain kind of kicks into this overdrive of you know hoping that and thinking about things like you know maybe it's going to be too windy and we won't be able to go or maybe my friends will pull out maybe we'll get a flat tire on the drive there and we'll miss it or god forbid maybe a natural disaster will happen and it'll just be off the table completely right so then you know you fast forward and you get to that safety briefing and this is about the time that you get slapped in the face with the reality of what is going on right they are telling you what to do if the chute doesn't open now that shit is scary <laughs> this is about the part of the experience where you move out of fear and you move into terror you go from being afraid to effing terrified my friend and then as you proceed to get on the plane, you see that this thing is so small, you've probably never ever been in an aircraft that is this tiny. And if that doesn't scare you enough, right, they tell you it's gonna take 20 minutes to get to the top where inevitably you think that you are gonna reach certain death, right? And just to top it off, you are literally attached to your tandem skydiving instructor and you are sitting in his lap for the entire 20 minute flight as you slowly work your way up to 10,000 feet. So by now you are 100% convinced you are going to die and you are terrified, right? So you're in this tiny little plane and you slowly get up to 10,000 feet, fully convinced you're about to die, right? Your brain is in overdrive, and that's when the door flies open. And it is in that moment, my friends, that you realize that you've never been in an airplane with the door open. For good reason. 
because now you know you're for sure going to die, right? You can see it in the headlines. Skydivers killed in freak accident. Now this is around the time that you start to voice your opinion. Look, I can't do this. This was a bad idea. I've changed my mind. And this is around the time that your tandem instructor will start awkwardly inching you both towards the edge of said open door, right? And he's not gonna reason with you. He will begin the countdown. Three. And you're voicing, right? Let's listen, listen for a minute, mister. Like, let's just go back inside and think about this. I'm not sure. Two. Woof. And you're out and you're free falling. And yes, they push you on two because everybody grabs the sides on three. I, for one, was ready to grab the sides. But when you're out there and you are free falling, oh my gosh. That moment right there is elation. It is pure bliss. It is absolute magic. It is worth all of the fear and the terror that you had experienced up until that moment, right? It is more than worth it because it might just be one of the best things you have ever done in your entire life, right? You will have no doubt heard stories about like, you know, people who, who have had a similar experience when they've gone skydiving, right? And once you've done it, like it can be such a life-changing experience for so many people. People have nothing but good things to say after they've done it. Like before is a different story, right? Because we're afraid. But after we've done it, such a powerful experience. There is a YouTube video that you can watch from Will Smith as he recounts his actual skydiving experience. And I think he says it's so beautifully. You could just look up on YouTube, Will Smith skydiving video, and it'll come up. But it is this exact thing. Like he's, he talks about how, you know, his brain had convinced him that he was going to die and he was absolutely terrified. And then in an instant, he's thinking, why was I so, why did I spend so much time worrying and panicking and afraid when this is just absolutely amazing, right? So yeah, definitely check that out because he does a beautiful job of explaining it. But Here's what I want to say about this, okay? Fear is one of our brain's ways of trying to protect us, right? You, you may have heard me talk about this before where I say that our brains are wired for survival, right? There is so much research and books and all sorts of things that talk about this and, and explain this, right? So if you think back to the caveman days where we had to do three things. One was to avoid pain two was to seek pleasure and three was to conserve our energy okay so avoiding pain because pain means that you are making a mistake right think back to caveman days right pain would mean a mistake and seeking pleasure right we had to do what felt good like sex and food and you know getting warmth we had to do those things in order to survive and evolve. 
and conserving energy we always wanted to use the least amount of energy and effort in case we needed to you know run or take cover or fight for our survival right or go a long period without food who knows right but basically those three things we had to do them in order to stay alive and evolve okay now here is the problem with this in today's modern world is that our brains can't tell the difference between the good fear, right? The, the fear of trying something new, of doing something different, right? Of working towards a goal we have, right? And the bad fear, right? The fear that is very serious, like being chased with a guy with a knife or, you know, that lion that might have escaped the zoo, being chased by that, right? That is the 1% of of kind of instances where that fear is very useful. We want it, that fight or flight response will help us to stay alive. But our brain will often interpret things like starting a side hustle or deciding to you know, join the world of online dating as something we should be afraid of, right? So what our brains do is they create the feelings of fear or self-doubt or uncertainty, right? And a whole host of other emotions as a way to stop us, right? To try and protect us because our brain can't tell the difference between this is a goal I want to achieve. This is something I want to do. And I'm being chased by a crazy man with a knife, right? Our brain just feels that fear and thinks, oh shit, we need to stop, okay? Now, there is one thing that is gonna sabotage your confidence, your happiness, and you achieving your dreams more than anything else, my friend, and that is your brain, okay? And that is why, you know, coaching is so powerful. And when I say coaching, I want to include like not just the work I do as a life coach, but the coaching industry as a whole, right? The self-development books that are out there, right? Offering you so many ways to create your best life, to, to create more happiness, to be more confident, to feel better, to achieve your dreams. Like there are so many amazing books out there, courses out there, free information out there, YouTube videos, oh, so much of it, right? And if we, if we actually applied what we were learning in all of that, our lives would be fantastic. I think, you know, the problem often is that we, you know, we absorb all of that information and we don't often take the action associated with it, right? But back to coaching, right? So coaching is so powerful because you learn how to manage your mind, okay? You learn how to understand what is going on. So when you're putting things off, when you're procrastinating, when you're holding yourself back, when you're telling yourself you don't know where to start or you need to be ready and all of that, learning to understand how and why you do that is very powerful, right? Because once you know why you're doing it, you can see how to stop doing it, okay? And of course, another massive, you know, takeaway from coaching is learning how to create the feelings that you want, right? Like 
confidence. We want to feel confident. We want to feel certain. We want to feel motivation. So when I, you know, joined the world of online dating and, and started going on dates, I wanted to feel confident, right? I wanted to back myself, right? Not in a cocky, arrogant way, but in a way of knowing, hey, I'm going to be okay no matter what the outcome here, right? Like I wanted to feel certain when I left my, you know, previous full-time job and moved into working for myself. I wanted to feel certain that I could do this, that I had what it takes and I was going to make it work no matter what, right? And you can, you can do this, right? Just like motivation. Motivation is one that we so often want when it comes to doing things like, you know, losing weight or like, you know, getting fit and healthy or, you know, starting a, a side hustle and earning a little bit more money, right? We want to feel motivated. We want to feel inspired and driven and disciplined and all of these things so that we can go out and do the things that we most want to do, right? Whether that's, you know, changing jobs, finding love, starting businesses, all of that. And through coaching, you learn how to create those feelings, right? Because our brain is the most powerful tool on the planet, right? So here's what I want to leave you with, my friends. I want to invite you to join me on a consult call. Okay, I'm a certified coach and a converted skydive lover. (laughs) I so am. But here's what you're going to get from this call, right? A coach, me, looking at your brain and your life and really exploring with you and showing you what's going on and why. I'll also give you three to five action steps that you can implement right away. Now, I call this the prescription part, right? So when you go to the doctor and they give you a prescription to go away and get better, right? That's what I give you is the steps that you can take on your own to start feeling better and achieving the goals, doing the things you want to be doing, right? And you will also get a beautiful understanding of what coaching really is and whether or not it is the best solution for you. It's a 60-minute call. It's on Zoom, so it can be wherever you are, all right? I'm in New Zealand. I have clients in the UK. I've got clients in Europe. I have clients in Australia, in America, in Canada. It's all good. (laughs) The internet is a beautiful world that connects us all, so we use Zoom, okay? And this call, my friend, it's free. All right, so I can help you, and it starts with booking in for that call. Now, here is one thing I want to address, is when I tell people that this call is free and that it is ridiculously valuable, right? And I'm not going to lie, I believe that this call is worth at least $250, right? I have invested in a lot of coaching and I have paid anywhere from, you know, $250 up to $1,000 for an hour of someone's time, right? Here's why it's free, okay? Because if you're anything like me, you're kind of thinking, yeah, well, is this too good to be true? Because really like is it free what's the catch okay my brain goes there don't worry and here's why when I first experienced coaching you have no doubt heard the story if you listened to the podcast before but I was in London and I went to the doctor and the doctor gave me kind of an ultimatum for the reason I was there and said hey here's five free coaching sessions and I took them and I went and that life coaching changed my life forever so much so that I became a coach 
right? And here we are, I think five years later, right? I think I've been a coach now for five years. It, it literally changed my life. It was the solution that I had been looking for, right? It has impacted me in all areas of my life and my life keeps getting better and better as a result, right? So I wanna offer that very first session, that very first introduction to coaching for free because I want more people to experience this. I believe that the more coaching is available to people, the more the world will change, the more people will feel better and be out there achieving their dreams. I really believe that, right? And that is why it's free. 100% free, okay? So if you're interested, you wanna book that call and you are ready to get coached, let's do this, all right? Just visit solowomentraveltribe.as.me slash consult. And I will be waiting for you on Zoom, my friend. All right, take care. <laughs> Can't get my words together. Take care out there, my friends. Huge love to you all. I'll be back again next week. Bye-bye. Are you ready to create the confidence and courage you need to change your own life? Imagine putting yourself first, enjoying being you, saying no to that shit that just doesn't serve you, and saying yes to what it is that you want. Imagine no longer caring or worrying about what other people think. Speaking up, using your voice, standing for what you believe in. Imagine having your own back and making powerful decisions. If you want that, if you are ready, then I want to invite you to come and join me on a coaching consult call. One hour, just you and me exploring your life and your future. All you need to do is visit solowomentraveltribe.com slash free call and I'll take it from there. I've got you. Let's do this.